This podcast is brought to you by the Village of Bedford Park, your home for business. Over 450 businesses strong and growing with a safe, reliable Lake Michigan water supply. Visit VOBPBiz.com and bring your business home to the Village of Bedford Park. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, the WBBM Noon Business Hour. It's 12.03, Friday afternoon, June 17th. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on the Noon Business Hour. The weekend's almost here. I'm Rob Hart. More consumers are choosing to go into stores to make their purchases. We'll cover the rise of brick-and-mortar retail coming up in our next segment. But right now, economists are discussing the possibility of a recession. Let's learn about ways to survive an economic downturn with Ed Jertsen, certified financial planner and founder of the Engage Wealth Group based in Chicago, the website EngageWealthGroup.com. Ed, thanks for joining us today. When you hear recession, I don't care how old you are, the first thing that comes to mind is 2008-2009, the Great Recession uh, that still weighs heavily on everybody. If there is an economic downturn, is that the type of thing people can expect once again? Hey, Rob, great to be with you. Generally not. I mean, the 2008 recession was the closest thing we had to the Great Depression, and that was obviously quite some time ago. So recessions vary in length and time and and depth. And so if you look at what's going on today, especially with, let's say, the millennials who've really never been through a recession, it's not something to fear. It's something to more prepare for. And if you uh, if you're working life and you're used to working conditions and social conditions that existed uh, 2013 through 2020, uh, you were able to uh, take advantage of car hailing apps and delivery services, all subsidized by low interest rate capital and cheap gas prices. Uh, Your life will be very different now because gas prices are higher and interest rates are higher. Yeah, again, this pricing shock, I mean, for those of us who have been around for quite some time, the pricing shock for the younger generation is here and now. And so we don't want those younger folks to give up hope. But what we want to guide them to is, you know, having a spending plan and updating that spending plan is one of the key elements to good financial sense, especially if the economy starts to to slow down a little bit. And especially if we go into a recession, you want to make sure you understand where your funds are going and where you're spending and to be as wise as possible. And even though the markets are uh, are, are are considerably lower, 20% lower now compared to January 1st, if you're a younger investor and you have uh, many decades before retirement, it's still a great time to shovel money into the market and into your retirement fund. Yeah, especially for all those listeners out there, if you're contributing to a corporate retirement plan on a regular basis, please do not stop those contributions. This is where compounding really works in your favor. The lower the market goes, the more shares that you're buying. And so when the market rebounds, and I'm a big believer in capitalism not going out of business, 
uh, that's going to help you tremendously in the near term and then also into the future for when you're saving for retirement. And also uh, consider the possibility that uh, if there is an economic downturn and uh, the HR department has to uh, call you into an office for a very unpleasant message uh, to prepare yourself for the possibility of that. Yeah. And one of the great ways to prepare yourself for that is fortifying your finances. So if you do have credit card debt outstanding today, please start trying to pair that back. We're, we're not seeing a recession anytime in 2022. You just don't know. But again, being forward thinking and being financially savvy, if by chance, you know, you're thinking about your recent hire and you might be losing your job. Make sure your resume is up to date. Make sure your LinkedIn is up to date. Make sure you've got friends and colleagues in different industries. So if unfortunately you do become an unintended, you know, if an unintended worker and then you're let go, you want to make sure that you're as well prepared as possible for that event. Well, you can say uh, I'm now contributing to uh, deflation in the economy. Ed Jertsen, certified financial planner and founder of the Engage Wealth Group based in Chicago. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. The website EngageWealthGroup.com. Discussing the news affecting your money. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Shopping in stores making a comeback as the recovery from the pandemic continues. Let's discuss what's going on at brick-and-mortar locations with Jennifer Waters, Chicago-based business writer. Jennifer, thanks for joining us today. Once again, the obituary for the brick-and-mortar retailer must be crumpled (laughs) up and thrown into the garbage. Uh, Let's talk about this uh, brick-and-mortar retail renaissance. Uh, What's driving this? Is it any particular trend or just a desire? to go back to the way things were. Well, I think it's I think it's more the latter than anything else. I mean, the pendulum pendulum has swung back to shopping in person, and you got to remember some of this is uh, because retailers have misread consumer demand and consumer shopping behaviors. But you know, who knew what was going to happen in twenty twenty and 2021 you know you know this really is about shopping is a social activity it's always been a social activity shopping uh, retailers and shopping center owners have gone to great lengths before the pandemic to you know create the quote-unquote experience of shopping and i think you know now after being cooped up and then in and then out and then healthy and then sick and then healthy and then you know all that You know, people are just, you know, you're seeing it everywhere, Rob. You're seeing it at restaurants. You're seeing it, you know, at the shopping centers. You're just seeing people walking out about people want to get back to quote-unquote normal, whatever that is now. Now, does this mean if I am the owner of a uh, Michigan Avenue retailer that uh, I can do the dance of joy, that uh, tourists will (laughs) once again uh, start shopping on North Michigan Avenue like they did before the pandemic? Well, that could be another whole issue. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think it, it I think it does mean that there's life, you know, left on Michigan Avenue and elsewhere. You know, I mean, Michigan Avenue has some other issues that aren't just tied to re- retail. But I think, you know, you know, there's you know, the city is not going to let Michigan, Michigan Avenue just, you know, go. They're going to fight very hard. They've got plans already in place. They're already meeting and and talking about how to bring it back to life. But I think what this means is that, you know, people are going back out shopping again, and they're happy to go back out shopping, and retailers are going to great lengths to make sure they're enjoying the quote-unquote experience of shopping. And very quickly, is there one particular sector that's really benefiting from this trend? I think we're seeing it kind of across the board. We, We saw a lot of the sectors, you know, like the earnings were all out last month. And so we saw Walmart and Target got hit real hard. And some of that is just because 
as I said earlier, they misread consumer demand and um, consumer shopping habits, which, you know, everybody was buying stuff for their home and now they're not. So, so cause they did or, or because of inflation and, you know, the tamping down on their um, spending. But I think it's a lot of, you know, you've seen it across the board where everybody's kind of going out a little bit more and shopping in person and just, you know, looking at what they can do. Remember this about online sales, though, is that retail, as they like to call it, retail sales is still a small percentage of the total sales picture. You know, it's in the it's in the teens, it's in the higher teens right now, mid mid to higher teens of the total. But people have always been big in store shoppers, and it looks like that's going to continue as for the rest of our lives, Rob. <laughs> Okay, well, I, I'll, I'll take my time in uh, rewriting the brick-and-mortar retail obituary. Jennifer Waters, Chicago-based business writer, thanks for joining us this afternoon. Coming up next, we help bring in the weekend with a guide to summer cocktails. It's Lunch money for all generations. This is the WBBM Noon Business Hour. It's shaping up to be a nice weekend, and with Father's Day opportunities for barbecues and other gatherings, let's get some help with the drink menu from Carly Katz, owner of Bottles and Cans, two locations, North Center and Edgebrook, in the, both neighborhoods in Chicago on the north side. Carly, thank you for joining us this afternoon. And uh, a day like today is the day I used to fantasize about when I was walking through the loop, uh, let's say uh, mid-January, with a uh, bitter wind whipping out of the West at about 40 miles an hour, uh, trudging uh, to Ogilvy Transportation Center, thinking one day I will be sitting out on the patio at the table, blue skies, low humidity, 80 degrees, uh, drinking something uh, for an, an adult beverage of one sort, one, one type yeah. or another. So uh, what's hot as far as uh, summer cocktails are concerned in 2022 outside of the usual staples? Uh, so one of the best and most interesting things that kind of came out of the pandemic is what we call RTDs, uh, ready-to-go drinks. Um, and it's essentially like cocktails in a can uh, that you can take with you. You throw it in your bag. Uh, a lot of breweries started doing these. A lot of companies kind of came out of the woodwork with these uh, because we kind of allowed ourselves a little bit more than just like walking with a beer or sitting with a beer. Now we're walking with a cocktail. Well, that was that. Was, I, I live in the northwest suburbs, and a couple of uh, businesses in uptown Park Ridge uh, definitely began doing that in the summer of yeah. 2020. You could walk up to certain businesses and get the premixed cocktail and go. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's incredible what's happening. I, like all these Maplewood Brewing, they started doing one. Um, a couple of them, they have like a rum punch, which is amazing. A little company called Tip Top that has these like precious little um, little baby cans of Manhattans and old fashions. Uh, there's a larger format uh, called Party Can. These guys put 12 drinks in this resealable can so that you can kind of keep it and move with it. Um, but it's, it's kind of amazing. And then people who aren't interested in all the alcohol, uh, non-alcoholics have become also wonderfully huge. Um, that also kind of came out of the pandemic. Uh, as people allowed themselves 10 o'clock, uh, 10 a.m. drinking, we're now kind of coming down out of that. And, and now it's a little it's a little bit more uh, non-alcoholic based yeah. uh, whiskeys are uh, like non-alcoholic whiskeys, beers. We're doing non-alcoholic wines. I mean, it's it's cool. It's, yeah. it's neat to see. 
One of one of the things that you said is uh, pretty popular this year is wine in a can, and and yeah. it was, this was presented as yes, this is something you can do, but in a way, it's Back to the Future uh, for those of us who remember uh, Champagne from from many decades Ooh. ago. Uh, that is, it's, it seems like it's come full circle. It has. I, I think the stigma of like boxed wine and canned wine is now going away because a lot of these like wonderful wine producers, craft producers, small batch producers are putting their products in cans and in boxes. So it's not the, the Franzia image anymore. It's now kind of a, a cool trendy thing to be doing as opposed to just a bottle of wine that most people know and accept as, as the regular format. Uh, so it's, it's, it's interesting. I love a canned wine. I loved it. Carly Katz, owner of Bottles and Cans, two locations in North Center and Edgebrook, based in Chicago. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. Still ahead in Entrepreneur Friday, a suburban ice cream shop celebrating 35 years in business. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Chicago's all-news station. News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Good afternoon. I'm Rob Hart. These are the top stories on News Radio WBBM. There are changes to the coronavirus alert level for counties in and around Chicago. The expansion of COVID vaccines for young children moves forward. It's Entrepreneur Friday. We learn what it's like to take over a long-standing family business and make it your own. And more companies are offering the perk of Fridays off in summer in their efforts to attract and keep talent. WBBM Business. The markets are higher. The Dow is up 75 points. The NASDAQ is up 204. The S&P 500 is up 21. AccuWeather says mostly sunny with a nice breeze, low humidity. High today of 85, but staying in the 70s along the lakefront. 81 degrees right now in Chicago at 1231. Topping our news at the half hour. There are updated community transmission levels of COVID-19 for counties in Illinois. The State Department of Health map shows that Lake Cook, DuPage, and Kane counties all rated is medium by the CDC for COVID transmission. Will, Kankakee, and Kendall counties remain high. McHenry County is still considered a low transmission area. The Food and Drug Administration has given the green light to COVID vaccines for children under five. The approval follows a unanimous recommendation for the Moderna and Pfizer shots, making millions of children eligible for the vaccine. These parents are looking forward to it. Once she's fully vaccinated, Maybe we don't have to wear a mask when we go to church, or maybe we don't have to mask when I run into the store. To make sure that she's okay and she stay healthy is something that I will look forward to doing with her. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention must still sign off on the approval, something that is expected very soon, and that could make the vaccines available as early as next week. 
Linda Kenyon, CBS News, Washington. It's 1232 as the noon business hour continues. Uh, watching the markets today may, may make you want to reach for some uh, Dramamine. You feel like you're on a cruise ship in rough seas, but now the uh, markets are uh, solidly in positive territory But right now, right now, but that can certainly change in just a matter of minutes. We're uh, joined by Jim Awad, Senior Managing Director, Clearstead Advisors, based in New York. Jim, thanks for joining us once again. And Technically, I mean, outside of uh, the economic fundamentals, are there any technical reasons today as to why the uh, uh, the markets are kind of uh, riding the roller coaster? Yeah, I wouldn't pay too much attention today. It's a Friday before a long weekend. Uh, it's a triple witching expiration, which means a lot of options are expiring, uh, which in turn means that there's a lot of computer trading uh, unrelated to fundamentals. Uh, the bigger picture is with the market down this much, you could you could clearly get a um, uh, a bear market rally, but you're not going to get anything sustainable until we can get a feel for how far the Fed has to go and what the implications of that are for inflation, the economy, and corporate profits. And yes, the markets are closed on Monday for the Juneteenth holiday. Uh, with uh, with that out of the way, the discussion of the uh, the technical reasons why the markets for, behind market activity today. Uh, let's talk about uh, the the efforts to fight inflation and starting with the uh, energy price uh, component which is really driving all of this today uh, not only in the US but it's a worldwide problem and is it is it possible we could see a situation that we saw in the early 1980s where there was a great deal of production because prices were so high in 1979 and 80 and Americans had adjusted their um, their behaviors to a great degree, uh, when it came to driving and fuel efficiency, that there could be a real hangover effect in a couple of years, and we could actually see an oil glut maybe later in this decade? Well, they say the the, the, the best uh, solution to high prices is high prices because it leads to demand destruction, and uh, ultimately the economics will work. Prices at this level uh, will start to affect uh, uh, consumer uh, consumption of energy, and it will also bring on uh, new production. Uh, but that takes a couple of years. The new production takes a couple of years. Uh, you have to change the political environment uh, in Washington. So I think we're, we're in an era of higher uh, energy prices going forward for several years. Uh, but yes, you're right that uh, over time, uh, the free markets will, will exert themselves and the price of energy at some point will stop going up and start going down. And my guess is that uh, uh, that's more at the end of this year, starting in uh, 2023 and then 2024, you'll start to see more shale oil and domestic production. Because you do see a lot of, uh, you know, electric cars are so popular, uh, the car makers are having a hard time, you know, they, they've closed, they've shut orders because they can't really keep up with the demand. And now you have uh, workers from coast to coast uh, staying home on Mondays and Fridays and just driving into the office three days out of the week instead of five. And it seems like all of those all of those little changes in behavior could add to a major drop in demand later on. Well, I think what you're going to see is the economy slows, and there are many signs that the economy is slowing. Uh, that plus the adjustment in, in uh, workers' and people's habits will, in fact, uh, drive demand down. But don't forget, energy is a worldwide commodity, and the Europeans have a real problem uh, with uh, shutting off uh, the Russian source of energy due to the Ukraine war. And for the moment, there's no end in sight to that although uh, someday it will end. 
but I think the Europeans are in for uh, a rough winter in terms of energy, uh, which will put a floor on their energy prices, preventing them from going down too much. And the R word doesn't necessarily have to be a bad word in this situation, because we have an economy, it seems, that is built for one or two or three percent growth. But if you go up to six point nine, all of a sudden that's too much steam in the boiler. Yeah, I don't think you're going to get a serious recession. Corporate balance sheets are in in good shape. Consumer balance sheets are in good shape. The banks are in good shape. Uh, but we did go through a period of excess stimulation uh, in the economy through through uh, no cost money and fiscal stimulus. And as that is all is withdrawn, uh, you're going to see a decline in demand in the economy combined with what the Fed's doing with interest rates. And it's highly likely you're going to have a recession, but I think it's also highly likely it'll be a shallow uh, two quarter or so recession. And uh, you'll 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 uh, correct the imbalances, and then we'll go on and grow gradually from there. Jim Senior Managing Director at Clearstead Advisors based in New York. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. Coming up next on Entrepreneur Friday, making a living in the business of ice cream. The only program dedicated to currency events. You're listening to the WBBM Noon Business Hour. It's Entrepreneur Friday and the hot weather from the past week as people seeking out their summertime staples. Let's learn about one of the tastiest ones, ice cream from Maria Marciniak, who is the owner of Tate's Old Fashioned Ice Cream Shop, 25 South Ashland Avenue in West Suburban LaGrange. Maria, thank you for joining us this afternoon. And uh, this was a shop that started, it was a different family that founded the place in 1987. They named it Tate's, but they cashed out in 2010 and you came in. Uh, Talk about the decision to uh, enter the ice cream business. I understand you have a background uh, in in, in the restaurant business. I do. Hey, thanks for having us. Um, I grew up in a um, franchise type business with my family. So I learned the background of working with a franchise and then married into a pizza family, small business pizza family, and um, learned the gives and takes of how to make it as a small business. So um, when I saw that Tate's was um, available, I wanted to keep it in the community here and jumped in, and we're having fun over here. What, 35 years now. What are some of the risks, though, when you uh, take over a beloved family business when that family goes away? I mean, obviously, they have a loyal customer base, a very uh, a defined traffic pattern, Um, What are some of the ways that uh, a new owner can come in and disrupt that equilibrium? And conversely, how can someone add to it? Oh, good question. We have, um, we've kept, of course, the quality, um, bought recipes. Um, We've made our own recipes along the way, but we've definitely been carrying on the same thing that's been going on since day one here. A good quality product, great, um, you know, the, the ingredients, I buy Great chocolate, um, you know, good nuts. The quality has got to be good. That's the most important is what you're doing, the quality of what you're doing. So make a great product. Um, And then, of course, we reach out to the community. We do fun things. We um, do princess meet and greets. We have authors come in. We have realtors come for social um, uh, um, Sunday days and stuff like that. So we, um, we definitely try to watch our budget. You know, we're a single single item, small business, 
But um, we really reach out to the community and um, keep it going. Watch what we're doing along the way and just come for fun. All for fun. And now some ice cream flavors are universal and eternal. I mean, everybody wants ice cream. Everybody wants chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, uh, you know, the basics. But are there any flavor trends that have uh, kind of uh, established themselves since 2010? Oh, definitely. So we're an old-fashioned ice cream store, and we make it all here. It's a 14% ice cream. We make everything on site here. And so I keep what everybody's looking for from an old-fashioned ice cream shop. So we've got the butter pecans, um, New York cherries, things like that. But, of course, now we've got the Superman, Blue Moons, all the cookie doughs, um, new things that are coming in. So we keep our good good old-fashioned background here. And so you're looking for an old-fashioned ice cream soda, Tate's is the place. You're looking for a new Superman cone, Tate's is the place. Yeah, kids love Superman and Blue Moon ice cream, and uh, parents are just, they hover around terrified that the Superman (laughs) ice cream is going to wind up in a very nice piece of clothing that needs to be uh, uh, cleaned a little more extensively. What about the kids you have working behind the counter? I mean, I'm I'm guessing if you've owned this business now for 12 years, you have uh, some employees uh, who maybe worked there a decade ago, and now they're off to college, and maybe in some cases bringing their own kids there. That's exactly right. Tate's is a place for everybody's first job. So it's teenagers. Teenagers come in. I show them how to mop a floor, how to um, keep the place clean, how to offer service. Um, You know, they come in for the first job. They learn it all. They do go off to college, figure out what they're going to do in life. They come back and help me in the summers. Then, yep, they go do their thing and then come back with their own kids in the future. I love it. Maria Marciniak, the owner of Tate's Old Fashioned Ice Cream Shop, uh, 25 South Ashland Avenue in uh, West Suburban LaGrange. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. Still to come, making Fridays off in summer part of the job. Loaning useful information each weekday. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Some companies are using a Fridays off in summer policy as a perk for employees. We're joined by Rick Cobb, who is the founder of the workplace consulting firm To Discern in Chicago, the website todiscern.com. Rick, thanks for joining us today. And uh, when it comes to the uh, Fridays off in summer policy, uh, I don't know if this is something that uh, a Bloomberg terminal tracks, but uh, based on the informal Union Pacific Northwest Line train uh, uh, index, uh, people definitely took the day off today because uh, the, tr- the, the train crowd kind of light and the uh, traffic on the Kennedy also kind of light on the way in today. Yeah, you know, this, it's really interesting. This whole thing of uh, Flex Friday or Fridays off started in the 60s with the ad business in New York. So we can give uh, Mad Men credit for, for this trend. Well, thank you very much, Don Draper, Roger Sterling, and all those, uh, and, 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 the, and, and all those other drunks who uh, made this possible. <laughs> yeah, so the interesting thing about this is it's, it's not a new thing. A lot, of, a lot of companies, particularly those of us in the Midwest, uh, who suffer from longer winters? Uh, we've em- we've embraced the idea of of having a flex Friday or fr- early closes on Fridays. It's a great retention tool. Uh, the 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 people are 13 percent less likely to leave when they are uh, when they have a flexible schedule, and their happiness index goes up uh, 2.5 times. So it's 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 actually a good thing if your organization can handle the rest of it. 
And uh, Microsoft uh, says uh, this is based on a study in Japan uh, where businesses took Fridays off. Productivity went up by 40%. So does this mean that uh, everybody will be, uh, instead of kind of coasting on Fridays, they'll be uh, uh, rushing to get all their stuff done on Thursday? Yeah, I think it, this is this is human nature, right? I remember when Tennessee Valley Authority back in the, I think it was the 60s, had a 40% reduction and their productivity didn't drop a bit. We have a lot of people that are that are not necessarily productive just because they're sitting there watching the clock for it to turn to five. It's about the work done, and as organizations get better at measuring the productivity of individuals and the work that they're able to accomplish within a time frame, they're going to be able to reward and probably punish those that can't fit that model. How does uh, working from home change the uh, matrix here? Because you do have uh, people who are working from home on Monday and Friday. Maybe they have to come into the office uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, does this mean Thursday is going to be the day off? Or, or is it just, you know, you're, you're just not working at all on Friday? Yeah, I, I, I think it's a graduated it's a graduated process depending on company culture and person. The reality of this though is it's the people that you're looking looking at. How do they work? Are they able to actually function at home? There have been a lot of studies back before COVID, uh, particularly in the Asian markets, where the big curse wasn't the refrigerator or the television or the bed; it was loneliness. Uh, and so we have to figure out and continue to improve our ways to stay connected as organizations. But on the other side of it, if you can find people that fit the model and can do the work and be productive, Thursday, Friday doesn't really matter. I, you know, maybe someday it's just about here's the work, here's what needs to be done, here's how much time you need to spend to do it, when the deadlines are, and uh, you know, we'll see you when we see you. Rick Cobb, founder of the workplace consulting firm To Discern in Chicago. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. The website, todiscern.com. If you missed any part of today's show, you can go to our stream and just skip back to the time you want. There's a pause and rewind function that works both online and with the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.